Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. Hello everyone and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 10, Rug Island. Synopsis, Dad wakes up on the beach of a deserted island. That's it. Short one. Yeah, again. Again. (laughs) Okay, I'm sticking to my hypothesis that somebody was on vacation and somebody else was filling in. And I am starting to back that up because I was looking on the Bluey Wiki online and they have a much more robust, like, synopsis. Not necessarily, like, a full breakdown of the episodes, Uh but it's at least, like, three sentences explaining about kind of the overview of the episode versus our literal maybe a sentence some of these i don't even know if they're full sentences i really think they're watching like the cold open and as soon as the title screen they stop because so far all of the descriptions have been pretty much just that like little intro scene yeah yeah here's the intro this is all you need to know so what did you think about rug island um honestly (laughs) i think i need to watch it again because I was a little lost. I feel like I was way too caught up in like understanding the logistics of what was going on okay. to really enjoy the cuteness. Like I think there was some deep messaging and like yeah, there was. deep lessons okay. going on. But like I was like, what time of day is it? How does Bandit's tie stay on? Is that the rug from inside the house? How did the rug get so big? What is under the rug? What time of day is it? Why so is Bandit time- playing when he just left for work? Is he already home or did he leave? Did he leave or did he come back? Why the- is mom letting them take the rug outside? The, t- the timing is is very confusing of like what time of day is. Because you see the sun and you're like, is it rising? Is it setting? There were it stars. There were stars at one point, and then there was a sunrise <laughs> right after it. Like, are we overnight outside? Like, what is happening? I also was stuck a little bit on: is this a Peter Pan thing or a Lord of the Flies thing? I'm oh, not I have really Lord of the sure. Flies written in here. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure which one. Yeah. So my, I needed to just like, um, what's it called when you just like let go of reality and just enjoy it? Yeah, just enjoy. I didn't get there. Just be in the moment. Yeah, I I didn't get there. You had your analytical. I did. I'm doing this for the podcast hat on versus your sit back and enjoy and just, a yeah. kids television show. Yeah, so I feel like there were some like really good deep messages there and there like were. deep lessons that I I there just were. didn't get to because I was too concerned with okay. like what was happening. All right, so. Let's start thinking about maybe watching it twice. <laughs> so just purely yeah. either the first time analytical mind and then shut that off and let your lizard brain just enjoy the show <laughs> nice. or vice versa. Yeah. You know, because they say that our primitive mind is like a, is like a lizard brain. Oh, I like it. That we just function at a really primitive level. So we have two kind of like brains mm-hmm. that happen. Okay. But back to the story. What is it, Bingo? It's a grown-up. Let's eat it. Ah, Don't worry, we're friendly. I'm not. All right, well, we'll go through it again. And maybe as we go through it, hopefully it'll kind of trigger some things for you. I put it's early morning in the healer household. The only reason I say that is because they're eating cereal. And the cereal was so cute. It was yes. tiny dog bones. It's tiny dog biscuit shaped cereal. It's so cute. 
So Bingo remarks that she doesn't want Dad to go to work. And when he says that it's what grown-ups do, Bluey says that she's happy that she is just a kid. Absolutely. We feel you. We feel I don't want to go to work either. Bingo asks again, and Bandit says he just can't play with them while he's putting on his backpack. And I do have a... It literally says comment on his tie. Because this is the second time we've seen him wear a tie. Mm-hmm. But we've never seen him do laundry with a tie. Like the tie was not being washed? Yeah. Because oh, okay. they've done laundry. Okay. You think that maybe they would like throw a tie in there considering that's the only article of clothing he's ever worn. That's so funny. But no. So just as Bingo gets sad, mom walks in and she says that she bought some new felt pens to which they both the girls gasp and exclaim, Rug Island! And we get the title card. I commented in my notes that I was really excited that she didn't groan. Like, normally when they say a game that the parent already knows, the parent's like, oh, no, not wrong. Yeah, no, she said, huh? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, so I was like, oh, my gosh, for once, it's a game that the parent doesn't know. Usually the parents are, like, down. They know exactly what's happening. So I thought that was really interesting that it was one that she didn't know. Yeah, maybe she just wasn't, hadn't had her coffee yet. Yeah. So next we see the girls in the backyard where there are felt markers all over. Like everywhere. Chili had like one pack of probably 24 to 48. There are good hundreds of markers in the backyard. There's also a paddleboard, the rug from the playroom that got very, very large. Thank you for noticing. And also it looks like a ton of plants. I, in my head, maybe stuffed animals or other things uh, underneath the blanket okay. to give it all, like, the bumps and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was wondering. That was yeah. my list of questions. <laughs> Bingo is building a shelter while Bluey is catching fish. As Bingo starts to pick up some pippies who are doing their wee-wees, <laughs> she comes across a bandit lying on the beach. Now, I'm going to pause here and just say... Did you catch this callback to season one? No. No, probably not. Because no, you were I thinking about what time of day it was. Yes. So <laughs> if you remember in season one, the episode called The Beach, where Bluey is following mom and goes oh, on an adventure. Yes. She comes across Pippies, which are little clams. And there she goes, oh, Pippies doing wee-wees. Cute. So then this is, this time it's Bingo doing it, but in pretend. Thanks. I'm going to get some Pippies. Bandit says he fell off of his ship. Bluey tries to eat him because, as she mentions, grown-ups aren't allowed on Rug Island. So this is where I really think it's like leaning into Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Because Bluey's like, oh, grown-up, I'm going to eat you. (laughs) Bandit um, is soon told that if he stays on Rug Island, he has to go to work. So first we see him trying to pick out his own food. All of which are colored felt markers. But of course, Bandit has a hard time because he's a grown-up, right? So first his fruit turns out to be a snake. And then next his sphere breaks when he chucks it into like the ocean, which is just the grass. Mm -hmm. And then he tries to light a fire and he actually sets his bum ablaze. (laughs) But soon he gets the hang of it and he makes a plate while they're, you know, cooking up things. Okay, another callback just happened in the episode. Ooh, what was it? Okay, this one is to barbecue. If you remember in that episode, do you know what I'm talking about now? Yeah. What is it? The peppers in a salad? Yes. 
So Bingo says, don't forget about the salad in mm-hmm. this episode, which she also did in the very first one at the very end. She's like, but what about the salad? And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, yes, great salad. So they kind of like do that here as well, which is really cute. As all three of them are laying on Rug Island and talking about staying forever, a white chocolate egg, aka a rugby ball, comes flying over and hits Bandit in the privates, which... It's just so epic. (laughs) (laughs) The girls pick it up and they pretend to lick it because, of course, it's a white chocolate egg, right? That is until Pat climbs over the fence to get the ball. Bandit decides to break character to explain to Pat, to explain that Pat wants the ball slash egg, but the girls refuse to give it back. Bingo, of course, gets sad, and Bluey says that grown-ups don't belong on Rug Island. Pat comes over to take the ball, and as Bandit goes to hand it to him, he actually throws him the felt marker snake at him. So you think that Bandit is going to kind of fall out of the game, Mm -hmm. but he stays in the game, he throws the felt marker snake, and then Pat goes right along with it. Of course he does. Of course he does. And he just shouts, get it off of me. And then he surrenders after they attack him. So he has no idea what's happening. He's a little confused by Bandit. He literally goes like, uh, Bandit, what's going on? Yeah, he asks, like, what's going on with the markers? Because there's, like, the felt yeah. markers all over the grass. But then they the throw grass. a felt marker at him. He's and he, like, like oh, goes my for it. Yes. He's, like, all in. He's the He's best neighbor ever. Best neighbor ever. The girls then crown dad because not a grown up because he bravely protected the chocolate egg. And just as they're playing Bandit's ship, aka mom, arrives to take him home. So again, what kind of time of day did this all happen in the span of an hour, two hours? Do they get up at five o'clock and then we're seeing the sunrise at seven? I don't know. Um, but Bandit is torn and asks the girls what to do. Bingo looks down all sad again and says that he should go. Bandit gives her a big hug and then we get the swell of music. As Bandit gets ready to paddle off the island, Bingo comes up and gives him a present. The girls wave to him from the shore as he goes and he joins mom back up on the porch. She asks him, what did she give you? Bandit unwraps the package and you see a brown felt marker to which he says everything. End of episode. So sweet. Okay. Do you have any more feelings now that like we've walked through it? Um, Are you just still really confused about the timing? um, No, I think it's sweet. I, you know, the whole how committed is Bandit to the game, but like that is a theme that comes through a lot of the episodes is we're always like, wow, he's like doing these embarrassing things instead of like being like, yeah, kids, we're not playing the game anymore. Um, But they made it a little bit deeper this time because it it wasn't just about the game. It was about him committing to playing playing with them and letting go of like the adult responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Favorite line or moment. I really liked anything with the playing with the markers. Yes. Like that was really it was so clever. It was so cute. And like, did you do that when you were a kid? No. You didn't? Playing with markers like that? No. So we would like no. stack them up because oh, you, really? like because they would click into each other. Okay. And we would like, you know, do sword fights. Nothing this elaborate at all. 
But like we would stack them up or put them in rainbow order or do sword fights with each other. And then I actually bought um, markers. I think it was for my stepdaughter, Liz. She's like 22 now. So this was probably like 10 years ago. Um, and they were markers that actually had little like, um, like there were four buildings. So they had little like ball and joint connectors. Oh, kind of the... like these. Like the ones in this episode look like they have kind of like a groove yeah. thing where they click together. Yeah. When I played with them, they weren't meant for building together. They just happened to build together. But these were actually like construction pieces were added to the top and the bottom. And they're like little ball and joint. Oh, that's cool. So they clicked into each other. And they were actually meant for construction and building into each other. And um, so we had those for a long time that I played with with Liz. Um, so I had, so those actually were like, they were taking this construction yeah. idea. But when I was a kid, it was just because, you know, the lid clicks into the bottom of it. So yeah. they automatically click together. So I related to the playing with the pens. Um, my memories about markers from when I was a child, child are that none of the caps ever matched the color. <laughs> So you inevitably had a brown cap with like a black marker. Was that your brother's fault? Uh, probably. I like to blame him for those things. He is the youngest. Um, so and now I get a little crazy about it with Hunter, Have my you own seen son. It? Yeah, and, and I'm like, but you better find the cap. The, no, that is the green cap. It does not go on the yellow <laughs> one. Put it back on the green one. We need to keep the caps with the colors. Fruit. Yeah, too easy. Fruit. That's a snake. <laughs> Get off me! Have you seen the new parenting hack where no. they take like, I don't like a little square box and they take the cap of the marker and they hot glue gun it into the bottom of the box. No. So it's so then the box sits on your counter or okay. table and all the markers, like the butt of the marker is sticking up. Oh. So then you grab the marker, pull it out, draw with it, and then the cap stays inside the box because it's Genius. glued. And then Genius. you put the marker. So the oh my God. caps are just permanently stuck to the bottom of the box. So then you just pull them in and out. That is amazing. Yeah, that's a parenting hack that I've seen the last six months or so on Pinterest or just around on, on the socials. Nice. I really feel like I need to do a little bit more digging into, like, parenting DIY hacks yeah. on either Instagram or TikTok. But yeah. I always feel like it's such a slippery slope. <laughs> such a slippery slope. <laughs> like, you could go down a rabbit hole and just be looking at things for hours on end. Yeah, one of my Pinterest boards is called Everything in Its Place. And oh, it's well. all like organization hacks. Okay. And that's one of those in there. Nice. I haven't done it. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah, you should totally try it. So on a tangent, but uh, right along with this. Yes. Have you watched the home edit? I haven't. I, ha I haven't. I've heard I a haven't. lot of I've heard my a lot husband, of chatter. My, my husband was like, So is this something you're watching? This seems like something you'd watch. And I said, No, because I want to reorganize the entire house. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me started. Don't don't you don't want to start down that path. Well, like two years ago when the Marie Kondo one yes. came out. And like I have a way I fold my daughter's shirts and my mom would like make fun of me or like be like, I'm not even putting the kid shirts away because I don't understand how you're doing it. And then I watched Marie Kondo when her like organization trend was like hot and trendy. Yes. 
And she did it. And I was like, see, I'm the not crazy. Amazing. Like, My I husband felt, doesn't want to subscribe to it, but I love it. Yeah, I felt justified. Because kind of yeah, like I've been great. I had been doing it that way and I had been harassed about it. So it was like very validating for me. Like, see, there's someone, there's a method of this madness. I'm right. <laughs> All right. Parenting award. I'm gonna give it to Lucky's dad. Anytime he like comes <laughs> in, he just has no idea what is happening. And always fully commits. And fully commits to whatever is going on. And then just goes back. He's just like, I'm here. I'm playing my part. And then I'm going. Peace out. So anytime Pat is in there, he he automatically gets some sort of award for me. Because also, he gets attacked a lot. He does. He does. He it's gets true. dragged by lions or attacked by emus or, you know, children on Rug Island. <laughs> Lord of the Rug Island. Okay. Australian American translations. We talked about pippies before. Mm-hmm. So we don't really need to talk about them again. So a fun fact is that Bingo replaces Bluey in the end credits of the episode. She's roasting food over the campfire. Mm-hmm. The campfire, again, being the felt pens. <laughs> the food being more felt pens. Yeah. So I think that's a really cute one at the end. And then... I saw a note that a snippet of Sir Edward Elgar's pomp and circumstance march is heard when Bluey declares Bandit to be not a grown-up. That's like the march that you hear at graduations and commencement ceremonies. Yeah, I was in band in high school. And we had to play that song for hours and <laughs> hours because <laughs> you just do it over and over and over and over while there there's like a refrain. You just keep going and going and going and you never hit that coda until the very, very end. Oh my gosh. Too funny. All right. That's the main things I had for this. For like moments, I haven't really played this game with my son. And like I said, markers, uh, no. I just like them to keep their caps. And so I'm probably going to try that parenting hat that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was just playing with markers that okay. I talked about. Yeah. That's pretty much All it. All right. Cool. Well, that is it for this episode, you guys. Sometimes it's short and sweet. Yeah. We like Sometimes it. Sometimes it's short and sweet. Not bad. Yeah. Come back next week when we talk about hairdressers. See you then. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like us, leave a review, share us with a friend, and of course, subscribe so that you get the newest content as soon as it drops. You can also follow us on Instagram at forreallife.pod, that's F-O-R-R-E-A-L-L-I-F-E period P-O-D, or you can send us emails, love notes, comments, suggestions to our Gmail account, which is forreallifeperiodpod at gmail.com. Have a great day. Kids, I bought some new felt pens. <gasps> Rock Island. Huh?